Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Jay Choppy, you dancing? Yeah. All day. To what? I mean, it's a big game. This I'm, I'm looking forward to this game more than Philadelphia. <sighs> Why? Because we don't see the Bills very often. You know, it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I want to see something different. Like, I'm bored with the Giants and the Commanders and the. I want to see something different every now and then. So, like, you can see Philly every twice a year. We get to see the Bills every four. Who finished the game at quarterback the last time the Cowboys played in Buffalo? In four, Buffalo, four mm-hmm. years ago. In in no, Buffalo, eight. Uh, so that was finished the game for who? For the Cowboys. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Useless knowledge over here. Good job. Thank you so much. Not I you. I can get my questions RJ now. answered it. <laughs> uh, the spread for this game is what? Choppy. Uh, Buffalo two and a half. That is correct. Ooh, it went up. This is one and a half is what it opened. Are you surprised by the spread? Is this something you're sprinting to? To bet on the Cowboys? No. Okay. No, I'm not surprised by it at all. Um, home team, Cowboys don't play very well on the road. They're three and three on the road. Uh, it's a, they're a good team. Buffalo has um, been one of the best teams this year. I know the record doesn't show that. Whoa. They have the fifth highest point differential in the league. Okay. Like, that's they're, they're a good team. And they, they have been a little bit unlucky. They have lost six games by a combined 26 points. Like that, <laughs> that is that that is the mark of a good of a good football team. And they're your sleeper team. Oh, I've already got a ticket on them at forty to one to win the whole thing. Mm. I, 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 they are they are my. If I was picky today, don't go Patrick Mahomes. But I would. I, I think Buffalo, if they could sneak in, they are the one team nobody in the AFC wants to get in the playoffs. They're the eleventh seed right now with a record of seven and six. When you look at their standing within the AFC East, they are second in the division, of course, above the New York Jets. Uh, Miami's 9-4, and four, the Bills two games back in the loss column. Yeah, they're a weird team. Like, they're one that I know when we've done power rankings throughout the year that you'll have weeks where you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a top-five football team. And then there are other weeks where it's like, you can't even put them in the top ten. This is embarrassing. They barely beat the Giants. They probably should have lost to the Giants. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Patriots. But then they also have weeks where they're beating teams down. They'll beat down Miami by 30. They'll they'll go, you know, into Arrowhead and beat Kansas City. They're incredibly dangerous because you just – 
don't know what to expect. They remind me a ton of that eight and eight Cowboys team in 2019 that would beat people down and then just lay eggs at random points. Yeah, they have. I mean, and and they're they're one of the oldest teams in the league. If not, they are the oldest yep. team in the league. Um, you know, they just they play they play some stinkers, man. They will. So like, there's they're very hard to. They're very hard to gauge. Like it would not surprise me if the Cowboys go up there and beat them, beat them up. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills win by by more than the score. I am really excited to see Stefan Diggs go across from Trayvon Diggs, though, in this game. That's what I'm excited to see. Per the Mavericks, that Trayvon Diggs will be playing in this game. So see, I knew you had your troll face <laughs> on that I detected. Oh, you've got my tell now, damn it. That I detected the other day. Yeah, last night at the Mavs game, uh Deron Bland was there. Was this Sean Heath who made this mistake? I think it was. Which Sean Heath is the like stadium host for trying, the Cowboys. He's, he's getting me bad tickets for over the holidays, so I'm not going to say anything about him. Sean Heath saying, and now you're interception king of the National Football League. Trayvon Diggs, everybody. It's on the screen. They wrote Trayvon Diggs. (laughs) There are people messing up in a couple different ways. What was Deron's face? I didn't see his, the video reaction. He just kind of smiled and like waved and did a a peace sign. And then they corrected it. And apparently Sean Heath was like, oh my gosh, uh, this is actually Deron Bland. So sorry. Trayvon (laughs) Diggs was at the game last night. So I wonder if Uh like he was told he saw the 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 title of Diggs and thought, okay, this would, and they focused on the wrong person. Could have been some miscommunication, but still, to say Mr. Pick Six, you would not be talking about Trayvon Diggs, and that's how we introduced him. Dak mm. Prescott, according to Bet Online, has taken over as the leader for MVP. It is Rain Dakota sitting up top with odds of seven to five to bet on. Second is Brock Purdy at three to two. Who's third? Um, wow. At this point, uh, Lamar Jackson. It is. Wow. It is Lamar yeah. Jackson, 25 to 4. Then Jalen Hurts. Well, Jalen Hurts is actually tied with someone else. Tua? No. Uh, Tyreek. Uh-uh. Um, Mahomes. Nope. The Tommy DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen for all the Josh Allen hate is sitting there tied with Jalen Hurts in Vegas to win the MVP as the 11th seed in the AFC. Yeah, that... Uh, what is that? Is that is that them telling us that they could make a run? Why why would he be that high up uh, when they're possibly going to miss the postseason? I, I would say the reason is, is that he is number three in QBR, number five in CPOE, number four in, in DVOA, and number... Eight adjusted net yards per attempt. Like he's having a great year. Yeah, but there has to be something a little bit more to it because we're talking about the standard for Dak Prescott to have to win the division to 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 leapfrog Purdy. Here's Josh Allen, maybe not even making the playoffs, and he's right there tied with Jalen Hurts. Upcoming schedule for a possible run. They got us at the Chargers. Justin Herbert out for the year, so that should be a win. Patriots in Buffalo, that should be a win. At the Dolphins. I think what they're telling us on the Josh Allen thing is, well, one, they're telling us this is a bad field this year for the MVP. There's nobody that, like, really stands. Honestly, like, Dak's having a really good year, but I don't think Dak is in the at the top of the MVP conversation most years with what's happening. It's just there's not an obvious candidate this year. The other thing I wonder is, is this a little bit like um, – Oh, I don't know. You you give Martin Scorsese the the Scorsese, 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 whatever you want to say. I don't care. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, Tommy Cutlets, RJ Choppy over here. No, uh, is that it's like one of these lifetime achievement award type things where they're just, they're putting odds on Allen as like, uh, he could have probably been MVP like two or three different years, and it's kind of an open field. So if he yeah. goes on some hot run and gets them in the playoffs, we we might want to consider putting uh, giving it to him. Also, remember Vegas is not these are not predictions. Like Vegas Vegas doesn't view these as if Brock Purdy like so let's say Brock Purdy's the favorite right now. If he doesn't win the MVP, Vegas Vegas doesn't consider that as a wrong prediction. It's not a prediction. It means they're right because they want all that money. On people betting on Brock. Defensive Curry. player of the year favorite. Uh, Miles Garrett. No. TJ Watt. Nope. Micah Parsons. It is Micah Parsons. Good. Good. Don't give him a correct on the third guess. Uh, Micah Parsons <laughs> is the favorite now at two to three. What happened to Miles? TJ? Miles injury issue. He's two to one. Then you got TJ Watt. Deron Bland is fourth at 14 to one. He was off the board on my birthday, November 21st. On the board, November 28th. He's got the fourth best odds. Then Nick Bosa, Josh Allen in Jacksonville, Daniil Hunter, and Max Crosby, who I am in love with. How far down the list do you get before you maybe you just said the name and I missed it? Was Khalil Mack in that list? No. Why? I know. He's got 16 sacks. Is it just because the Chargers have been like so bad lately? That's that's crazy, right? What What is the lead that he has on... The second highest sack leader. I think he's like three up is Check what it, it is. I'm going to look for uh, it. Coach of the year. Who's the coach of the year favorite according to Bet Online? Uh, it's probably going to be Man Campbell. It has been Man Campbell. I'm guessing it's now D'Amico Ryans. It is D'Amico Ryans, followed by Dan Campbell, then Shane Steichen, right. who many people are saying is missing in Philadelphia. Orlovsky was on TV saying. You know, boring, generic play design. Shane Steichen being forgotten about as the Eagles' offensive coordinator. T.J. Watt has closed the gap on Khalil Mack. So, Khalil Mack has 15 sacks. T.J. Watt has 14. 15, 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, DeMar Hamlin is still here. Comeback player of the year favorite. How many snaps has he played this year I on defense? I don't know. I've seen more inactive yeah. than snaps. Did it have McCarthy on the coach of the year at all? No. I'll give you all the coaches. That's... D'Amico, Campbell, Steichen, Mike McDaniel, Stefanski, LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, Sean Payton, John Harbaugh, Zach Taylor, Sirianni, Kevin O'Connell, Mike Tomlin. They're all ahead of McCarthy? Yes. All of them? All of them. McCarthy's not even listed on here. That's, that's, That's brutal. 67 snaps for DeMar Hamlin this year, nine of them on defense. Yeah, the, the rest the of them are special teams. Comeback player of the year is it's the Alex Smith Award. It's yeah, it's not about who was the best after the comeback. It's who came back from the the bigger injury. Will the punt god be coming back? Matt Ariza is all clear from a legal standpoint. This was the Bills punter who was in trouble for rape allegations. Well, the woman who uh, who accused him of rape dismissed her lawsuit, according to Dan Wetzel. Uh, the lawyer for Ariza said the win is bittersweet. He's been forced to defend himself for the last 16 months against false accusations and a campaign to ruin his career in the league. He will never get this time in his life back. Right. And so he, he you know, she no longer is going to pursue the case. He has agreed to drop his lawsuit against her. He could still go after the attorney, her attorney. Uh, he still reserves that right. 
Uh, so we'll see. We'll see now if he can finally get back into the NFL uh, and get get his life back on track because it appears this was a completely erroneous and frivolous loss. I mean, I would sign him tomorrow. If, yeah. if, if my team and Neither my one. investigators feel like, you know, he was wronged, unless it's like, no, he definitely did this. They're just making the case go away. But otherwise, this guy should be back in the league. Yeah, I I don't think he I, I don't think he ends up in the league. I think he's probably done. Really? Yeah, and I think it's something where three years old. Because I think the way they look at it as is regardless of how things have been cleared up legally, I think a lot of teams would look at it as do we want any heat around our punter one? Like it's a punter. Is that an important enough position to sign somebody that they're gonna want to talk about? And two, it's a, a question of I know that there was discussion. People were surprised when he was like the third punter taken in that draft because they're like, he's the punt god. He can kick at 90 yards. And I remember asking somebody with the Cowboys. Whoever branded him that is a a genius. What a name. Oh, man. I remember asking somebody with the Cowboys. I was like, why did he go later? Why wasn't he what everybody talked about? They're like, he's got a booming leg. He doesn't know how to kick, though. Like, he doesn't know how to, like, he doesn't have the nuance of a punter of knowing how to directionally kick. He's just going to boom it out of the end zone, and that's not totally what you need. I don't know. I mean, like, if he did did nothing wrong, then there is no discussion around the punter. Okay, but the reality is there is. Like, I mean, it's it's such a huge story. He would, even if it's from an angle of, like, hey, let's talk about your comeback and everything you've been through. Like, it's un... The last person they want is like media swarming around special teamers like that's not what teams want and no one probably i mean we don't ever know the answer we'll never know. whether he did something wrong or not no we'll never know no she may could she may come out and say because there was thought that she that there they did say that uh the, the that she was wrong uh or she said something to that effect she got specific details wrong like like about he was apparently like there's definitive proof he was never at the party at the time that they were saying he was at the party and that he would have been in position for that. Now that doesn't mean nothing happened or that there weren't other details that could have been correct, but there were some specific details that involved him that were like, no, he could not, he literally could not have been in that place when you said he was. Mm, and yeah. so that makes everything else harder to, to then right. just, so we'll never know exactly, but that is a major part of the story. And, you know, I, I look. It's it's one of those things. I mean, you 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 would get these interviews. It would it would be a major story at the beginning, and then three years down the road, nobody's going to talk to him about that anymore. And then I, I haven't retweeted any of it because it's much more dangerous online than on the radio. As hard as that is to believe, man. The the, the y- y'all y'all wrong for this Sean McDermott stuff, man. Oh my man. god. Oh my god. Yeah, you got Sean McDermott in the locker room. Y'all got him speaking Arabic. After the night, come on, man. What are y'all, cuck? What, what's going on? Man, what are y'all what are doing? doing on there? So my butt, I sent this to my buddy who's like the king prankster, the king of jokes uh, in the Metroplex and in my life. And he goes, what's he saying? And I said, he's speaking Arabic. And he goes, because I was, I was just thinking he was at work and he couldn't listen. And he goes, I know, what's he saying? Yeah, and he, so you. he's making the insult <laughs> back towards you. me after, yeah, after the Sean McDermott 9-11 stuff. Man, they got, man, they got his face. I'm not even getting to the other jokes, but him yelling Arabic in the yeah, locker room. Man, God, it's almighty. so fat. Man, the so internet. It was, the internet doesn't I, it was lose. funny. It was, I, that one was funny, I, I have to admit. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line. 877-881-1053. Mavs get a humongous win over the Lakers. The rumors that Bill Belichick is out. And the latest baseball rumblings are the world champs anywhere to be found next.
on the home of the Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In the corner, three action. Picked up lively with the offensive rebound. Doncic thinking three. Now the runner. Kevin Harlan with a call on T T N T. It's Sean RJ and Roberto here on 105.3 The Fan. That was a thriller last night. That was a treat to watch. The Mavs get the win over the Lakers without Kyrie. 127 to 125. Dante Exum is the hero with a career-high seven threes. And, Bobby, you were saying that uh, Darvin Ham, Lakers head coach, uh, not making their fan base very happy. Yeah, Darvin Ham was getting killed a little bit last night on social media because after the game, everybody's, you know, talking about, well, you let uh, Dante Exum just roast you, a guy who had, I think, eight three-pointers made going into this game last night. <laughs> uh, and apparently he had said, look, we looked at our analytics. Number said shift off of Dante Exum, but he just started nailing the threes. And so Lakers fans are like, okay, but at what point do you say, He's making shots. Let's rotate over there right. a little bit. But also, you've got to remember, you're picking your poison a little bit. Like, I think it was Jason Kidd said after the game that, like, he's he said, Luka has to lead the NBA in double teams. Like, anytime he's he's on the ball, they are sending two defenders over there. And so, you've, you're have you going to have to leave somebody open, and they've got to make their shots. And that's what Dante Exum was doing. And Hardaway's making his shots. Uh, Derek Lively is sitting there ready for the lobs. Here is Jay Kidd on Dante's monster game. Think about, you know, Axum, he's playing at a high level right now on both ends. And with the injuries, it's giving him confidence. And you can see that um, not just shooting the threes, but I thought attacking the basket there in that fourth quarter, getting that layup, um, not just settling. And again, we've talked about it. His IQ is extremely high. He knows how to play the right way. And, and with Luca or Kai or whoever he's out there with, those guys trust him. And you saw that with Luca. Again, Luca has probably been, um, he has to lead the league in double teams. He's been double teamed for the majority of the game. And his trust uh, with his teammates, if it's not Timmy, it's, it's Exum. And if it's not that, it's the next guy. And, and, and he trusts that the guys are going to make the right play or take the shot. And so uh, tonight, Exum was. The one that was uh, he was looking for. Grant, Grant Williams came back and scored 19 in his return uh, from being out for three games. They were still without two starters. We know about Kyrie. 
Derek Jones was out. They didn't have Josh Green. They didn't have Maxi. And Seth was ruled out at halftime with an ankle injury. Yeah. And so they, I mean, that's what happens when Grant Williams and his return ends up playing 40 minutes is you, that's, you end up having those sorts of things happen. And Dante Exum puts up 36 minutes, but this is, this is what they had hoped when they signed Dante Exum. You remember that was one of the things they were trying to pitch us on was like, Hey, he's gone over, you know, played in Australia, played in, in EuroLeague, and he's cleaned up this three point shot. And we hadn't seen it to this point. Like I said, he had made eight. I think he was eight for 28 was the number heading into this game. But knocking down those seven, I mean, you hope that, all right, this is a little bit of what the Mavericks were seeing when they decided to sign him. Yeah, they didn't expect this, though. Like, this is probably Look, not. don't get mad at yeah. Darvin Ham if you're a no. Laker fan. Like, as, as Barkley would say, uh, you tip your cap. Yeah. The, this guy doesn't shoot threes. No one's dying. Uh, Tim Hardaway scoring 32. So you leave someone open unless you want a single coverage Luka, which is suicide. Dude, if you're going into this game... And you told Darvin Ham that Exum's going to have nine three-point attempts. You're like, cool. Yeah. Sure. Let's yeah. Go. Okay. Right, right now, now, maybe he's better than his career averages, you know, but you still would, like, take that over, oh, here's Hardaway getting open threes. Here's Luka getting open threes. You would definitely take Exum. Yeah, I think if you told me that, hey, in a given game, Grant Williams, Dante Exum, and Tim Hardaway Jr. are going to shoot 17 of 26 yeah. from three, then I'm going to say, the Mavericks are going to win that game probably yeah. every time. Yes. And they had to eke this one out, but they won. And Hardaway got the referees trending nationally last night. He got the tech for hanging on the rim. And then right after that, Joker gets tossed against the Bulls. Not on his second tech. This looked to be the first and the second tech for arguing a call. And NBA fans and sports fans, even the Bulls announcers were like, what are y'all doing? Like, we're here to see Jokic. These fans are here to see the MVP and the world champ. So, hard, they have to get rid of every single rim hang and backboard slap has to be outlawed as a tech. It's the stupidest rule in the NBA. I do not care how long someone hangs on the rim. If they want to hang on the rim for a while, they can be late getting back on defense, and the other team can carry out a punishment for him bragging too much. I don't care about him slapping the backboard. Get rid of that stupid effing rule as a technical. It's so dumb. Last night's was egregious against Hardaway. And then, look, I do believe there is, you don't have to have a first tech. There's language and things that you can say to other people to get you tossed out as two techs. I doubt Joker went there, but he gets thrown out last night and NBA refs were trending. Yeah, it um, that, was, that was a cheap tech with the hanging on the rim. Awful. That's a cheap technical. And, like, you know, slapping the backboard's fun, man. It's fun. Exactly. I remember, like, remember as a kid, just you, you the, the NFL line, the, you're slapping the backboard. The NFL is like, you never touched it. The NFL, <laughs> your son <laughs> might be able to get it. Uh, <laughs> I can out-jump him still. No, you cannot. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, what's the vertical? How the hell do I know my vertical? <laughs> I don't have one of those things where you got to jump and touch he's it. He's not getting tested by his... Uh, Oh, no, I don't think they Teams in high school? No, he's in eighth grade. You, you, you had trouble going up two flights of stairs last Friday. I don't, I don't <laughs> I know. I had a you're... pack on my back. Okay. <laughs> that thing was heavy. Uh, that thing that, and that coat. That coat weighed a lot. Bobby, uh, Draymond Green is going to get suspended again. The spinning roundhouse punch to the face of Yusuf Nurkic off of the Phoenix Suns. What'd you think? So I think his comments after the game are interesting from Draymond because 
I've always felt like I remember Terrell Owens years ago was when when the Ed Werder story came out about you know the the tension that was going on inside the locker room. Terrell Owens pushed back against some aspects of it and was like, "That didn't happen." I'm telling you, and people were like, "Don't believe you. You are a head case." Everything else, and the point that Terrell Owens made at the time was, "I am always honest." I will tell you directly. You can come to me, ask me a question about something controversial. I'll volunteer more information. Why would I not tell you this now? I have kind of the same thought with what Draymond would say, which is Draymond said, I will tell you if I was doing something intentionally. I have never run away from that. I'm telling you, I didn't do it on purpose. That gives me a little pause to make me look at it again and say, okay, maybe he's being honest that that wasn't something intentionally. He was just flailing or whatever. But then you see it back and it's like, I... You can't like there, there's nothing you can say about it. And it's a hell of a defense to say, I wasn't trying to punch him. I was trying to flop like I always do. That's a, a kind of an odd defense to me. Yeah, because if you flop, you're just throwing your arms up, not turning around and doing a roundhouse. Like that's that's completely different, right? Yeah. What do you like on the list of I've, I've forgotten them, to be honest. There's so many on the list of Draymond flagrants and ejections. Is this is this like the hardest one to defend as not being intentional? Um, Where is this on that list? Man, I don't know. The and there's a benefit of the doubt. Like when he who did he step on? He like stepped on their abdomen. On, like, like I said, it's too hard to yeah. keep track of. I, I mean, he is Albert Hainsworth, Ron Artest, and everything. Like, I mean, he is. It's it's wild that. Look, I think we all agreed John ja Morant should have been suspended. Sabonis, Sabonis, Sabonis. yeah. I, I think we all agreed John ja Morant should have been suspended, and John ja Morant's been an idiot. But the the going heavy-handed on guys like Ja and then constantly giving Draymond a pass is a little bit odd to me. You, like, or not a pass, but going light. Gun. Yeah, I know, I know. Two guns. Right. Yeah. A little but, different. But Well, that's what and I said. minor. That, that's, but I'm saying that they're so stringent on here's the line. It's a different crime, obviously, but I'm saying – they are so stringent on this is the line, and we enforce this. And then on Draymond, they don't. Yeah, because your comparison analogies is 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 off. But it's 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 apple it's it's apples and oranges to guns and stomping. But here's it's 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 it's, it's different galaxies. But I'm well, saying the they they've, they've tried to establish themselves as we have rules and we enforce them and we have standards and we enforce them. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's an equal crime, and I'm saying they don't enforce standards with Draymond for some reason. How many games? Adam Silver. Eight. All right. You want to do a bet like uh, Corey Majors with me? No, I'm just throwing out a number. Okay. Eight. Eight's way too low. It's ridiculous it's gonna be, now. Yeah, it's going to be around in the, in the 10, 10 plus. 10 plus, 10 to 15. If they, if he wants to go 15 to 20, I'm fine with it. it it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because you, 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 you could slow this thing down enough or you could do it at regular speed. There, there's no doubt what he was trying to do. And the idea that he was around his waist... I mean, he had his hand on the side of his waist, which happens on every play. And for what? There's no there's no buildup. There's no tussling. There's no entanglement. There's no back and forth flagrance. He was like, it was a post-up play. Yeah, like Euros, man. Gobert, Nurkic, Sabonis, the Europeans. Speaking of jaw, what's the latest there? <laughs> so, I, I said it in my prep email last night. I don't think I've ever read a Ja Morant story that wasn't absolutely hilarious. Like, every time I read it, I'm like, this is high-quality entertainment. So he took the stand in this. Remember this fight that he's alleged to have had at a pickup basketball game where he was fighting a 17-year-old, apparently. Uh, ja acknowledges on the stand in this in his defense. He says, I did. I threw the first punch. 
But it was in self-defense, people. And the reason is because this kid pulled his shorts up. So I had to punch him. <laughs> That's literally his defense. He said he pulled his shorts up after we were arguing a little bit. It was the check in the ball and bounce. He kind of threw it at my face. It hurt. And uh, he pulled his shorts up. And to me, where I come from, that means you're ready to fight. So I had to punch this teenager first in self-defense. So he wasn't saying like he was grabbing a no. weapon or a gun out of the shorts. It's just that he pulled the pulled shorts up. up. Yeah, you got to pull them up, right? I'm ready to go, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, man. <laughs> my dad used to do that to me. When, 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 um, when he was ready to, when he was ready, like we were ready to tussle, he would go, oh, you, you want to go? Which, you want to go? They're, they're, pull the pants shorts. up from the he, belly button to the, 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 the yep. chest. There are certain, I will acknowledge, like this isn't, the cra- it just it sounds so silly when you're saying in court. There are certain things you see. Somebody takes off their shirt, they're getting ready to fight. Like, I mean, there's certain, like, things that are indicators that they're ready to go. But Jobby, like, I had to protect myself against a 17-year-old by throwing a punch. My favorite here was when he was going back and forth, getting cross-examined by the attorney for this 17-year-old. And the attorney said, you testified that this basketball was a weapon, yes? And Morant said, yes. She said, a lethal weapon? And he said, it hurt. Gosh, this is everything about this. When you read the quotes, you read the testimony, it just sounds ridiculous. But Josh said, him pulling up his shorts where I'm from, that's a fighting stance. I hit him first to protect myself. Now, that's interesting because usually you don't see self-defense when you are the one that hit first. Self-defense is you hit second, generally, right? It's like, or at least the perception of it would be. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it would be. But apparently, John Morant said to him, he said, what you on? And then he said he pulled up shorts. So it's a little bit of, I, I mean, I, I don't think that there's a a strong leg to stand on here. I bet this, I would think this would be something that might get settled. But Adam Silver, regardless, he's scheduled to come back. What, John Morant's scheduled to come back next week? And Adam Silver is supposed to meet with him this week and kind of get an idea of where he was. But Adam Silver said earlier this week that, Every bit of information they've gotten while they've been in contact with him is that he's checking all the boxes along the way, and they're just trying to make sure that he's in good standing. We have a Green Day ticket giveaway for the 7 o'clock Expressway. We'd love for you to win that as part of the 6 a.m. club, our best audience of the entire show. We'll do power rankings at 8, and Lee Bryce, special guest appearance live at 9 a.m. for all the country music Tolo fans. The Rangers lose another pitcher, and are they going to lose their favorite reliever? That's next on the Home of the Champs. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Peyton, you better put that turkey in the fridge. Oh, it is back here. I got the I got a fridge back here. Oh! oh. Well. I brought in some leftover uh, turkey for Pepe. Yeah. Uh, after his hungry man dinners, <laughs> I wanted to uh, to go ahead and hook him up. And he comes and takes it out of the fridge, and I'm like, this looking at him, I don't say anything. I'm like, you're going to sit here five hours with the turkey back there in your 75-degree studio? But I did not realize he had the accommodations back there. So very a little impressive. mini fridge back there. I, I, I had no idea they had a mini fridge. We don't have a mini fridge in here. I was going to say, you don't have a mini fridge. There's a community mini fridge. And it is mini. It holds about two cans of soda. And there's That's no it? I mean, it's it's like this big. It's, it's, it's had it's, ranch back here since, you know, August. So I'm afraid to open it. People are stealing your sodas out of this one? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I put uh, so I put my Coke Zero in there, like a twelve pack of them, and I know the risk whenever you put anything in the fridge like that. I I recognize it's going to disappear. I'm just always surprised at how quickly and how much of it disappears is what it is. Yeah, yeah especially because nobody actually comes up here. I put it in there. Well, the, I mean, a good bet here is this is just Chiafalo probably snatching stuff because Chiafalo just goes, oh, there's something in here. I'm going to take it. And so uh, there's a twelve pack <laughs> in there. I think I've had like three of them, and there's three left. And so it's been, they've, they've been down on him, whoever it is. And a happy birthday yesterday to Brian Broaddus. Yes, indeed. He turned the big 6-0, 60 wow. years old, Brian Broaddus. You know what he got for his birthday? I don't. Friars. Friars? Yeah. He got double Providence? Fri- double Friars. Oh. Like that was his splurge on himself? No, someone, I, I think he had bought it for himself the other day, and then someone happened to give him like deep Friars. So he's got two, he's got a pair of deep fryers now to continue the uh, Cajun cooking. Look, it's the simple things, right? That that's what matters to Brian. Joke, but man, it's 60 years old. I don't, I don't know. I, more and more, I think about things lately. I'm like, I don't know that 60 just seems so far away. I, I, it's I, not I, for you. you it's not for you. You're 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 whining, aging. I don't think I'm, I'm going to make it. That's what I mean. I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm aging too rapidly. Yes. You're, I think you're aging just about the same time as it. I wish y'all could see the number, the, the the amount of medical gear in here between these shows. Today it's a Corey Majors uh, seating pad. RJ is down on the ground doing something. They got ropes up here. They got pills up here. They got creams up here. They got everything. It's amazing for us sitting on our fat asses for four or five hours a day, and everyone is sitting here stretching like it's a plyometrics class. You've got to stretch. You've got to maintain. Okay, if you don't use your body, it will die on its own. You've got to stretch. You've got to maintain every single day. I mean, they, they'll, they'll tell you, like, you know, health and fitness nuts will tell you, like, stretching is a big part of their routine in the morning. But I am aging rapidly. I've noticed recently over here on this side, this was not gray the other day. It's going, I've got like five of them all of a sudden. I'm starting to get gray up here. Like, it's rapidly coming in over the last two months. Rangers lose <laughs> Will Smith to Kansas City. You put in your... $5 bet on the Royals winning. I, I am not going to put my $5 bet on the Royals, even though he has won three straight. I can say. Now, they they also got Seth Lugo, so they're they're really boosting their rotation. Uh, and, and or I their bullpen. Cole, yeah, I well, know. Yeah. Well, Cole Reagans is going to be their opening day starter, they most likely think. How about that? Kansas City Rangers. How about that? There you go. Yeah, because they added another. They, it wasn't just uh, Will Smith. It's not just the fresh pitch. You also get Chris Stratton. Chris yeah. Stratton signs with the Royals yesterday. Chris so. Stratton with the Royals, too? Everybody's yep. going to Kansas City. Chris Stratton goes to the Royals. Must be the barbecue. Uh, Will Smith. And then, I mean, you've lost Austin Hedges recently. Nobody too critical. But it is starting to feel a little bit like, okay, no moves. And now you're just slowly starting to see stuff get picked away. And you were keeping an eye on Mitch Garver, Choppy. A little worried about him. Little bit because the Mariners are are in on him, and uh, that's look. I mean, he he is a he's a major not a major piece, but he was a really good role player this year. And big home run against the Orioles. I mean, do they? I mean, he had he had a lot of big hits at the playoffs. Like, do they win the World Series without Mitch Garver? Do they make it through all the rounds? I mean, maybe, <laughs> probably, but yeah. I mean, he he still he still came up big for them in some games. And you know, obviously, during the course of the year, uh, you're going to have injuries. You know, he plays. Um, uh, look, he can play. Obviously, catch, but from a DH perspective, I mean, he, look, he's a good hitter. That is not somebody that I wanted to lose 
but this is the general what happens when you have a, a team that wins. You're going to get guys who are going to get paid because they want a taste of what success is like. Yeah, and I saw, uh, gosh, so we already know the chatter about Jordan Montgomery, and then there was uh, Aroldis Chapman. I saw there was chatter that, I can't remember what it was, I think the Padres or somebody were, were connected to him. So, I mean, your biggest free agents left are like Garver, Chapman, Montgomery, uh, Martin Perez, if you want to throw him in there. And right now, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're in any sort of a hurry to get those guys done and bring them back. Josh Hader was supposed to be the big name before we uh, went. Bankrupt with our television deal. By the way, I want to correct something. Man, I got fooled yesterday. Someone tweeted out, uh, Dallas Stars making a change. TXA 21. I put that up, and I got, like, hundreds of likes and responses. And then I did a little bit more digging. I'm like, let me just let me, let me just triple check this. They're, like, changing over to TXA 21 for an isolated game. Yeah. So, Eddie. Eddie Seth, was it? Was it? Sefko. Eddie Sefko, Stars guy, put that up, and I was like, okay, so they're not taking all the games off of Bally, putting it on TXA 21. So I got fooled by that. I took it down. So I just wanted to uh, clarify that on the radio. I think but it was Mike Heike. Mike Heike. Yeah. Hey, Eddie Sefko. Sefko's a Mavs guy. Sefko's Mavs. Mavs. Yeah. You're like telling us like you didn't just say it like, like you said. Hey, he's like he's like, he, like Chubby got it wrong with me, and then he's telling Bobby like, yeah, well, he's a Mavs guy, like yeah, because you no. said Eddie. So I was like, oh, that's the only Eddie uh, I know. In yeah, town. well, that doesn't mean you have to go like you co-signed. I didn't see the I didn't see the story. I just saw your post. You know the guys in town. Bite. You know the guys in town, and yes. then you just bite. and then bite. you just co-signed bite. it. Like, you said, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I don't. Keep tabs at Eddie Sefko's job. Maybe he's like Adam Schefter wanting to get in everything else. So when you said Eddie, I was like, oh, it must be Eddie Sefko. There's no other Eddie in town. I told you, don't play that bell. Shove it up your rear <laughs> end. I'll take, put that turkey and that bell up your rear end. Keep the bell out of it. Um, back to Bally's costing the Rangers. What is going on with Hater? Uh, well, nothing at the moment. Uh, and there are talks that the Dodgers are in on him. And if the Dodgers are going to be in on him, that is something that they're going to wind up paying a lot of money for. The Dodgers have all the money they could possibly ask for. So I wake up to Dodgers glass now possibility. Yamamoto. And now you're talking about Hater. And Hater. Uh, so glass out of the Dodgers, maybe Yamamoto. The Hater thing, the Rangers really wanted to get him in there, maybe. But the money for one. If they're not going to spend $25 million on Jordan Montgomery, they're certainly not going to spend $20 million on a reliever. They're not going to do that. They'd be foolish to do that if they're not going to be able to willing uh, to pay Jordan Montgomery what he wants because he's obviously much more important. Man, I really hope this is just them being picky and choosy and not just like, well, we don't have money. Yeah. Like, that's what's concerning right now. And and, and if they don't have money, reality. if they don't, if they're, if they are, you know, short on operating cash right now, then you really start taking a harder look at, okay. Well, maybe you shouldn't have thrown all that money at Jacob DeGrom, who's now sitting on the shelf potentially until the end of next year. Unless you're going to blame them for foreseeing what was going to happen with Bally. We need to get a real answer on how much we, how much of a pass we should give them for not spending because of this. Like, are we all just, are we all just going to say, because I have a feeling the fan base is not going to be so forgiving. They're going to simplify and boil it down to, Hey, Ray Davis is a billionaire. You still got money to spend. You're still making money in other areas. Doesn't mean that you can Florida Marlins this thing up. We need to we need to 
We need to get to the nuts and bolts of how much to blame and hold them accountable or give them a pass. I mean, I, I don't know that we're ever going to truly find that out, unfortunately, but if they're losing $110 million a year from their TV deal, now they're going to get the TV rights back. You know, if Bally does, if Bally truly goes through with this, they're going to get the TV rights back. So they'll be able to sell them. So they'll make some money. But in the interim, without having known exactly what kind of money that's going to look like, I don't know. I mean, like this, this is the reality of it. Like you get a lot of your money from TV. If you can't get that TV money, are you just, do we expect them to spend the same? That's $100 million they were getting a year. Like, do we expect them to say, oh, well, too bad. Uh, I'm going to take it out of my own pocket. Right. We know owners don't work like that. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on the show. Speaking of Eddie Fesco, Eddie Heika, <laughs> Choppy, you have the broadcast call of the year. This is from the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. Manitoba is? Where Joey went to work. Who? Where Joey went to work, Joey Erickson? No, he went to Wisconsin, which is uh, almost almost Manitoba. Uh, I don't know what exactly happened to this guy, but he was unable to speak. His brain and his mouth did not move at the same speed. I think this is easily the Sean and RJ show. The call of the year, (laughs) yes. Joey Bielikazzi turns back. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. Here. You might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. He's trying to split the D. Oh, oh, what's he going to do? He's shooting the room, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> That's my favorite part. What? Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. So who is this? I have nobody knows this. This is it's like some minor, minor, minor league hockey thing. It's like juniors, right? It's like these are kids. These are seventeen-year-old kids. And this dude Peyton, loses play, this one. Oh, look at that. Play the whole, <laughs> play the whole thing again, Peyton. Joey Bielikazzi turns back. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. Here. You might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. He's trying to split the D. Oh, oh, what's he gonna do? He's shooting the roof, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Yes. Look at this. Look at that. Look at he look sounds at like Bob Nightingale, really. Uh, he sounded like he was going through puberty. Like his he did. voice cracked there. Like, hey, I, I heard a roof. Sounded better than your resume tape. Yeah. I wouldn't. Nah. I wouldn't talk. I heard a I mean, roof. Daddy. At least this guy. At least this guy. At least this guy had a pulse and a heartbeat. Oh. Did he? Oh, you heard him? Yeah. Did you hear the excitement? Roof Daddy. All right. You're gonna make me go dig. Look for some really old uh, the I, sheriff. I know sheriff cut. looking for some revenge today. I will kill you. All right. Just for that, Peyton. I am gonna. I, what I had always saved, I am going to go back and cut up your UT, your UNT women's softball play-by-play. Now you're going to have oh, to, we're going to play oh that no. now. I didn't know he did that. Oh, yeah. I've got it, and I was trying to be nice, but we'll, well have to cut it up. You didn't bring that out for that he literally we did? He, he lit it, well, because the other stuff was better. But he's literally sitting in the stands with, like, a stick mm. mic, and the wind is blowing. It's like, <laughs> when he's like, eh, da, da, they're, they didn't let me in the booth. Good. That's what you're supposed to do. That, that 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 these these lazy kids today that just expect to you know walk in here and host weekends on the fan and you, you go sit in the stands full with seven your, innings baby. with your recording. He, he thought he was Eric Nadell too. He was like the the mean green coming out in their green caps with white trim like he was doing the whole day. Good for you, Pay. Don't let him yeah. shave you. Don't let him shave you. Uh, I'm sure there's more Bobby podcasts we should dig through. Do you have any uh, Rockford Peaches uh, uh, play by play? Uh, oh, I'm sure I have it on tape or CD somewhere. 
Nothing Def- that he'll share. Yeah, so I, won't like. give, I won't give anything. I, I, I did not look very hard for my TCU soccer play-by-play. It was so, the the Vita calls were so great uh, though uh-uh. in in the San Juan shootout. Uh, apparently, it is about to be official. Bill Belichick is out as the Patriots head coach. And do we need to worry about the Giants drafting the Heisman Trophy winner? That in our Green Day ticket giveaway next on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 